0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot
1: Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Rotating Heroes podcast. I'm Zach Oyama, and I'm here with Jasper William Cartwright. Hi, Jasper. It's me.
2: Hi, everyone. Here we go. Final episode of ARC 1. We're in the final throws. This is
1: the final chunk of Arc One. This is the beginning of episode five where mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit of lore and we're we're getting into sort of the final confrontation of the arc. I love Ooh. getting I love getting a little bit of lore. Like
2: lore dumps, absolutely my favorite. Absolutely my favorite. Yeah. They're so great. Yeah. I mean, Do you know we actually came up with a really fun thing on uh well actually I say we came up with a really fun thing. Erica Ishii came with a really fun thing on uh, Three Black Halflings, which is called Law Dumps, which is basically where you share a fact about your past. But the thing is, no one's allowed to ask any follow up questions. And it's very fun. There you go. That's a little Law Dump about another show that I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think the first one I shared was there is a video uh, online of uh, in which James McAvoy is getting uh, interviewed, and my crotch is in the is like very much in shot, <laughs> but like just my I crotch. I
1: questions, but I cannot ask them. You cannot um, ask them.
2: That's the way this works. That's the way this works. Huh.
1: Well, here's one. I was in the 1996 opening ceremony Olympics show for soccer. That took place in Birmingham, Alabama. What? And I will not be taking any follow up questions now. That's Take it away, Pass Zach.
2: Crazy. 1996? <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Rotating Heroes podcast. We're on Arc 1, episode 5, the final episode of the arc. We're joined as always so far for the last time. <laughs> uh, except for the Arc Bark, but maybe I don't know in the future or something.
0: Maybe some kind of reunion episode that comes later. Yeah. Um, you
3: can just hang out like as friends. <laughs> I could also see that phrase written
4: on a on a little Tea satchel, you know, where they put like inspirational quotes, mm-hmm. as always, mm. f- for now. Yeah. for the Once last again, time. as always,
0: so far yeah. for the last
1: time. Big <laughs>
0: curly font. like a
4: koan that you're like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, mm. yes, so true. Mistakes are poetry. Yeah, Meditate right. on the passage of time. Uh, we're joined today by the politest trio
4: that I can imagine. <laughs> oh, gosh. First off, Emily Axford. Hi, Zach. I just want to take this time to say thank you so much for having me on. It's been a thrill ride. Um, it's been oh a roller God. coaster. Um, in But like a gentle one, you know, like one that's well, fun. Thank you. And not one Whoa. that I get back pains from.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much. I didn't know. It it painted a picture of your experience with roller coasters. I went on something called the Head
4: Scrambler one time, and I had a headache for like three days. (laughs) It's in the name. It's in the name. I know. It was. Brain Scrambler, maybe that's what it was called.
1: (laughs) And also Siobhan Thompson.
3: Hi, Zach. Thank you so much for having me. It is uh, a teacup, both in terms of the ride and in terms of the thing that you drink tea out Mm. of. Uh, just just an absolute soothing delight to be here
1: the tea, the soothing teacup ride. I love it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a teacup ride, but you're not spinning it. You're just kind of sitting in the teacup, having a nice yeah, time yeah. with your friends,
1: totally <laughs> Sounds like a uh maybe an outdoor seating. I don't know, yeah, uh, you're
3: just like slowly promenading around the ride.
1: <laughs> that would be nice. outdoor seating that just kind of drifted around yeah. That's like... <laughs> Like a rotating restaurant.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: great. Yeah. And finally, Michael Trapp.
0: Zach. Thank you so much. Um,
1: <laughs> what? It's oh, bad. you're welcome.
0: It's been like um, like one of those Viking ship rides that that like you know rock you, but it's, but in a very gentle way. Like um, I don't know. I guess kind of like a porch swing, but if it were a giant Viking ship. And I thank you <laughs> for sharing that experience with us.
1: Oh, like the ride, the ones that. The, oh yeah, it's the, it's been a ride, but it's been yeah. it's been very. <laughs> you know,
0: it's been gentle and and fun.
1: That's so, the yeah. ride that maybe has this slightly shorter line than the rest of the rides, and yeah, like,
4: that ride scares the shit out of me. I hate the Vikings. I do.
1: I, I honestly, I, I hate those
0: rides.
4: Hate I don't it. like.
1: It's it's just it's just the drop feelings. It's like the when I was a kid and out on those rides, I would go to the top and jump.
3: <laughs> you're crazy! Oh my god. Yeah.
1: You just go into the shoulder straps. And I hate you, really happens, bad man. you, really get weightless.
4: You know, I only liked, a, I only enjoyed a uh, amusement park once in my life, or like the scary rides once. This is absolutely not. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in arc park mode. Get out of it, Emily. Get, the- get
1: out of arc park mode. We're in the serious finale. Get in the you zone, know, the Emily. Finale? But this is the serious finale.
3: You got long hair and blocked nostrils. (laughs) Right, ah, yes,
4: my ass-length hair.
1: (laughs) Let's get into serious finale mode with a recap, shall we? Yeah. Thanks to Turbine's locate object, they followed the magical energy of a greasy rat tail clip to a Warforged (laughs) lab of horrors filled with scrap tech, goop, and deadly Warforged monks.
0: Twin in a tube sounds like a fun snack or something.
3: Yeah, <laughs> It's like a sausage roll, but there's two sausages in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Ooh, like a like, a, like a pig in a blanket tube. kind of thing. Yes. Twin in a tube, so you get two
4: Or just a hot dog, two hot dogs and one bun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mom, can we do twins in a tube tonight? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you do your homework?
4: No. Uh.
0: We're thinking for the wedding that we might do like like, like real cheap pastor hors just like, like little mini twins in a tube, you know? No, but that's <laughs> fun. That's really fun, though.
4: It's kind of like kitschy. Yeah, yeah
0: you know. Yeah. Like kind of seventy Twin maybe.
1: in a tube truck.
4: You know? <laughs> we do artisanal twins in a tube.
1: $12 for a twin in a tube?
3: That's crazy. Yeah, but it's really good twins.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> the monks were apparently in the middle of experiment. No way out of that. I'm so sorry. sorry. No, no worries. It's fun. (laughs) The monks were apparently in the middle of experimenting on the job seekers who already lost out on the competition, and possibly Galfas. Though before they could cut into Noah, the now slightly dumber dwarf, our team got a surprise round on them and were able to dispatch two of the monks, but unfortunately the third monk was able to get away through a pneumatic tube. With the remaining job seekers now rescued, Brenda Elizabeth was reunited with Bonk and Galfas. Galfas, though, seemed intrigued by the de-domesticator, causing the group to use the beam on him. The beam struck him, and he radiated a purple light before gracing everyone with his true form and name: the mighty purple shimmering steed, Dazzleraz. And that brings us to today. Okay. So you guys are back in the lab. Some of the dwarves have started mopping up the goop, like, this is disgusting. Just, like, kind of, like, <laughs> taking care of their mind, sort of. Uh, and then Traddix steps forward. He looks a little nervous, like he's been kind of stewing on something for a second. Okay, here's the problem. They know we're coming now, but I also know that he's underestimating all of you because you're a bunch of kids. Uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, I probably wouldn't have allowed a bunch of children to enter the competition, but... As luck would have it the children were the most powerful and skilled around and you guys You just wouldn't have a it. bunch of
4: children apply for a job?
1: Yeah, yeah. It made I didn't Shh, really think it through. Don't
4: tell them we can't work here. Yeah, no no, I
1: am hearing that. I'm hearing that it seems like a bad idea. Uh, but I have to say you rose to every challenge I put in your way.
0: Um yeah, the nice thing about kids is that we don't know what our limits are. <laughs>
1: I mean,
3: not Uh, all kids are like that. (laughs) No, I know what everybody else's limits are, for example. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sure. Okay.
3: My limits are limitless. (laughs) I have Betty limits.
1: Interesting. Wow. I mean, you all have spunk. Um, He steps up to Turbine. He says, your your love of the obelisk is so pure, yet you're also able to speak your mind in a place that I think in some ways could be intimidating for you. In fact, you all are able to do this. Uh, When I arrived at the obelisk, I was extremely scared and rightfully so. Uh, it's just time that I was fully honest with you all. Um, he holds up a little projector that comes out of his watch.
4: Is this story time? Because if so, I'm going to pass out juice boxes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, uh, it would be a good time to pass out juice boxes.
4: <laughs> Brenda, I make gimme hands.
1: Everyone gets their juice boxes. I, I, and I pull
3: Beautiful folding stool out of my bag. I didn't bring enough for anybody else, but I did had just that bring it for myself. Wow. Uh, yes, I always have it.
1: Well, just to briefly explain, he holds up a little projector that shows a holographic image of a gnome tilling soil with a little boy gnome trying to hold uh, an adult-sized tool next to him. Uh, I grew up far, far west of here, in a boring little chunk of land. My father farmed by trade, but his hobby was making toys. Uh, Tradex changes holographic slides to, like, show a little wooden soldier that looked like the one Tradex was manufacturing in the factory.
4: Good honest job. A lot of demand for toys, I've noticed amongst my peers.
1: Yeah, look at
0: those
4: yeah, toys. Yeah, I mean,
1: I loved them. I even tried to make some of my own. When I finished my chores, I'd, I'd go to the woods nearby and play with them. He, he changes slides, and you see Tradex holding a, like, a horrible... Looking glued together pile of sticks that just looks like nothing. He holds it up and moves it across <laughs> in front of his face, going, "Oink, oink!"
4: Brenda Elizabeth, for the first time in her life, feels embarrassed for someone else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a he good looks, first effort. He, he like keeps um playing with it. He's, he's, he's watching the footage as he like plays with it some more, like running through the woods, and he looks up and he sees a little boy elf with glasses. And then one day, I met my friend Barney. He also liked toys. We see Barney hold up a floating modron that does flips in the air. It's like, you know, it's very much the opposite of wooden sticks that don't even look like a pig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the time, I didn't know where he came from, and frankly, I didn't care. I, I had a friend. Uh, whenever I I know him, how he that
0: got- goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look pointedly at both friend Elizabeth and Astrid.
3: Uh, yeah. Brenda Elizabeth. I'm just like reading a book. I'm not listening to the story, and I'm definitely not making eye contact. Brenda Elizabeth
4: makes sincere eye contact, nods, absolutely understanding. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take it where you could get it when it's not a, <laughs> one of your grandparents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he looks kind of sad um, as he continues on with the story. So, yeah, whenever I could, I'd sneak off into the woods and we'd play. And then, what you know, as the war for Amalar arrived and changed our boring farm forever. Uh, the hologram changes to depictions of, like, fire and swords and explosions of arcane energy. We see Traddix actually just running away from it. Uh, and he says, in the blink of an eye, my whole life was gone. And you see him running through the woods away from the farm. Uh, so I ran back to the only place that was safe that I possibly knew. And uh, you see him run into the woods where he and uh, Barney would play. We see him just like running around scared. Uh, He clutches his little toy soldier. uh, Nearby bushes rustle and he looks up even more terrified, but Barney runs out. Um, He grabs Stradix by the hand and runs to a nearby tree. Barney flips up a control panel on the tree and presses a few buttons and opens up like an elevator door that they uh, are able to hop in and they rocket down below the surface. And that's the first time I saw it. The facilitator. From the elevator window, you you look out and you see Tradex, uh, see for the first time the obelisk underground. And it looks like, you know, when like they're building a space shuttle or like there's like all the scaffolding attached to the space shuttle so they can work on the outside. Um, but it also looks mm-hmm. basically complete. Um as the elevator gets to the bar- bottom, Barney rushes Tradix off into the obelisk and into the lobby that you were in earlier. Upon entering, you see another familiar face, an o- adult elf with a metallic tin beard. Uh, he looks extremely cold. His eyes dart from Barney to Tradix, and you see his face fill with like a shock and then a rage. As, uh, as the tin Barnabas and Barney begin to argue, uh, the tin Barnabas like waves his hand, and a, a motor and picks up Tradix and whisks him off to a small side room. I wasn't allowed to see much of anything after that. I, I could only go into a few designated areas. Every now and then, Barney would be able to stop by and say hello. But uh, this went on for a few years until one of the strangest, most world-altering events we know of happened. The creation of what you would know as the Endless Holt. Um, we see Traddix playing with the motor on in a small dining area. The, the entire obelisk shakes violently, and he falls over. Barnabas enters the area, holding Barney up. Uh, he, he swipes everything off the table and lies Barney down. He's clearly extremely hurt. The tin Barnabas opens up Barney's shirt, revealing a small clockwork piece on his chest and some deep, horrible wounds. Modrons hover around and do diagnostic tests on him and trying to repair the damage, but it seems like he's really far gone. Um, Barney holds his chest and then reaches out to Tradex and, and, and holds his hand. Uh, as Tradix approaches, he holds his friend's hand and then is forcefully pushed away by Barnabas. And as this happens, the light goes out of Barney's eyes. The Tin Barnabas looks distraught at this, and then he looks up, makes a couple of calculations in his head, seemingly, and leaves the room. And that was the last time I ever saw either of them. Tradix looks down in his hands, and he holds a copper device that was in Barney's chest. The hologram changes, and Traddix is now a little older. But a-, a while later, the facilitator suddenly began rumbling, and an alarm broadcasts, uh, warning, collision incoming, brace for impact, and all the doors suddenly open. Uh, we see the older, the slightly older Tradex wander the halls of the empty, in, of the empty facilitator, red lights flashing. He finds a control room of sorts, a screen reads, relocation protocol engaged. Tradex panics and presses every button, like, trying to figure out what to do. None of them seem to be doing anything. Eventually, he buckles himself uh, uh, in and, like, braces for impact, and we see that he sees the Bomber Mountains ahead of him. He braces for a really long time, <laughs> and then he stops bracing because it's moving really slow. Then he just kind of sits there, and then he comes back and he has a sandwich, (laughs) and then it finally hits the mountains, and it hits with such a force that he he goes flying, everything goes flying, shit breaks everywhere, gadgets fizzle, smoke billows out of pipes. Eventually, a a figure helps him up. Uh, He looks up and he sees uh, Bubbles, the brain in a jar with arms and legs. Coffee? Water? It says. The adjacent room filled with robotic parts just has flown open and Traddix looks to the pieces on the floor. There's like arms and legs and even a metallic looking beard. He looks up from those broken pieces on the ground to the screen that says, what next Barnabas? And that's the end of his presentation. He presses the button on his watch. The holograms go back in. Uh, And that's uh, basically my story. He takes off his clockwork necklace that you recognize now to be the piece that was in Barney's chest and he... And he hands it to Turbine. Uh, I I don't think the ten Barnabas would see this coming. I, to wear it around your neck will help. It'll make certain things easier. But he pauses for a second. Uh, but to to wear it like Barney did in your chest—that's the real power of it. Uh, but I have to warn you, it'll fundamentally change who you are. I was always too scared to take that step. So he gives it to Turbine.
0: Turbine has actually been uh, screaming uh for about. Uh, to, ever since the thing touches hand but it's been at such a pitch that's so high that no one can actually hear it it's just been like an open mouth your mouth it's is ju- so
4: open and there's juice pouring out of it but I don't
3: hear anything
1: <laughs> Mop and
4: Eggman Astra and just so has puzzle. her
3: hand out for her <laughs> present which obviously is coming next Mop and Dazzle
1: Raz are, are holding their ears
4: uh, <laughs> Dazzle Raz is
1: running around he doesn't have hands uh,
4: <laughs> do you need me to guide and bolt that into your chest
1: put it in my chest <laughs> uh, yeah, just to be clear, this is
4: yeah, going yeah, to yeah. Fully, it's gonna change fully... me
1: forever. I
0: won't. I'll be a shadow of my former self. Put it in my chest. I'll be <laughs> It'll closer also be to the okay obelisk if you than Don't ever.
1: do that. I just want to say, I won't be do... okay if I don't.
0: It's do okay that. It's
4: okay to be fundamentally changed by your presence, Turbine. I took a vow of chastity for my <laughs> wars.
0: <laughs> I
1: know it <laughs> really Razz sucks. Dazzle the dazzle, Raz... Elizabeth. No, nope, no, nope, not at <laughs> all.
4: I, I, I'll,
0: I'll have to talk with Dazzleraz because I think that's kind of a weird thing to demand of you but you know that, that's your
3: choice to make Dazzle and is this is my choice ad, to make
1: like a TV horse like Mr. Adler like,
0: I'm know. sure
3: whatever the change this Dazzleraz if you want to come stay at the hotel with me anytime <laughs> there's always going to be a there's a whole horse hotel that's, that's attached to the hotel. You can just come stay anytime. Well, Astrid, if you decide to steal my present, it will work.
0: Um, yeah, just, uh, uh Turvis just, just, like, he's maybe not, like, he's, like, really talking fast, maybe not, like, really listening, but it is just this sort of, like, it's, like, it's a chance to be as close to the Obelisk as anyone, as anyone could ever have been. Yeah, of course, why wouldn't I take this chance? Okay, <laughs> so what do you do? Um uh do do i is there a clear way for it to like uh not really you saw that in the video the guy had it in his chest um can i uh can i do this this might be too gory can i do a medicine check and see if i could just perform surgery on myself and like Uh, (laughs) and like, and just just like have like like a weird, crazy, like, like jeweler's loop almost of just, like, I've got, like, like I'm basically, like, doing the same tinker shit I do when I'm taking machines apart, but I'm just doing it to my own body. So you're
3: a biohacker now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. This is so sick. Uh, can I give him the help action? Yes. Um, I don't think Astrid knows anything about medicine, <laughs> but uh, I do think that she thinks that everything that she says is right. So.
0: <laughs> and also, if you see someone performing surgery on yourself, you're probably going to offer to help yes. a little bit. <laughs> uh, my first roll uh, was a total of 18. My second roll here is a total of 17. So I'll take that 18.
1: So, great. Tra- uh, so, Turbine, you take the clockwork necklace, <laughs> and you take it off the chain, and you're able to kind of... Yeah, if you want to describe it.
0: Yeah, uh, I I like. I just... I. I take a moment just inspecting all the parts and, like, seeing how they move and what's going on. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I see. Oh, oh, of course, yes, this fits the chest. And then, like, I just, like, reach into my pocket, like, pull out this, like, extent, like, a, a sort of, like, blade cutter scalpel and just, like, without even, like, tell, warning anyone that's gonna happen, just, like, cut Everyone's into my like, own Stop! chest. No, it's cool, I got this! I got oh, this, right guys! Here. I got this! Just, like, break my own sternum. and just, oh, like start Start asking <laughs> a- like-
1: Astrid and Brendan Brenda Elizabeth, just it's
0: like, oh, can you hand me that uh, screwdriver over there? Give me that. Uh, can you clean that that artery for me? That'd be I great. Think Brenda
1: Elizabeth's help action is just her just punching it into your chest <laughs> as you do. <laughs> or, I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Astrid's
4: uh,
1: uh, help action. <laughs> and as it hits you, in the, as it like t- like combines with your chest, mm-hmm. everyone looks over at Turbine as he just starts to kind of float with this glowing copper-looking energy. His eyes open, and you see Clockwork <laughs> Gears turning in his eyes you see sort of spectral versions of those flying around him uh turbine you're looking around and you are seeing with sort of a copper sheen now everything you're seeing makes more sense than it did moments ago and it doesn't feel like you're doing math or you have learned any specific new skills just something about it innately makes sense to you it's hmm. not it just it just makes sense. Yeah, it's the old... Yeah, everything here makes sense. You start floating, and you also start feeling differently about things. Like, you, there's there's a bit of... um, I don't want to say it in a harsh or sad way, but the things that you were so excited about before are maybe a little less exciting because you know how they work now. Mm. Um, mm. You feel the lore that you loved so much before that kind of gave you your powers you feel that start to wane as this other thing happens and and you are you feel that fully leave you the puzzles
0: have been solved all the all the puzzles have been solved all the mountains have been climbed
1: all the mysteries have been revealed turbine you're now a sorcerer of the clockwork soul <laughs>
4: yeah wow. uh. turbine you look different Ooh. Are you still going to hang out with me?
0: I am. I am going to hang out with you.
3: And I'll let you hang out with me as well.
1: (laughs) Everyone is just kind of like looking at at Turbine. He's kind of has like a copper glow, like a tungsten bulb, and then sort of fades. So he's not like just this crazy glowing creature now. He almost looks more himself now. I've never noticed how weird the fabric of the universe looks. Have
4: you guys ever noticed that before? No, I've never seen it before. Is it no. corduroy? Does it make a sad when you walk? Yeah, does it Does it clash?
1: Sorry, did you say, is it corduroy? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I always pictured that the fabric of the universe was <laughs> corduroy, just a stiff corduroy like three of my <laughs> eight grandparents wear.
0: Termine Tur- Tur- reaches out, touches the fabric of the universe, and kind of goes like... <laughs> <laughs>
4: I knew it, I knew it, I called it. Yeah. Yes, it's corduroy. Explains so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that explains it entirely. Yes, it was corduroy. That's why it seemed so weird to me. Thank you, Brenda Elizabeth.
1: Wow. Wow. Uh, Bonk comes up to Brenda Elizabeth. He's like, that was actually uh, pretty smart. Um, uh, I... uh, (laughs) Um, he spits up a little more goop
4: thank you so much I could only assume that you're coming here to begin what was going to be our inevitable courtship unfortunately I have pledged myself to champion and dream of someday being just a woman in a harem of feral horsies so
1: (laughs) Dazerath goes only you can hear this in your head (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) no 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 (laughs) didn't ever ask this didn't ever ask this
4: oh. we are
1: bonded forever uh but <laughs> i i we have to communicate <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know that you didn't ask for a harem. I say this back in my head. I know you didn't ask for a harem, but it just seems like a really nice life to be surrounded by horsies.
1: Okay, I just, I think harem has
0: can some I context. Say, can I say our...
4: something? Can I say something here?
0: It seems rude for Dazzleraz to insist on a harem when <laughs> Dazzleraz also insisted that Brenda Elizabeth remain chaste. That doesn't you really yes,
3: does <laughs>
4: seem fair. I thought can... harem <laughs> I'm sorry. I maybe don't understand. I thought harem just meant a group of people.
1: Um, I think it.
4: <laughs> no. I personally looked
3: more... through my growing to maturity pamphlet.
0: Harems, harems,
3: harems. Astrid definitely has get a harem on her vision board for the future, <laughs> and so she does exactly what a harem is.
1: <laughs> oh God! Greater pipes up and is like, uh, well, um, so. I don't know that this group of people that was in the goop is probably necessarily suited to keep going. Um uh
4: I have some healing I could dole out to them. I have a bit of a uh a bit of a good touch, if you will.
1: Okay. I mean that they, they look beat up, but they don't necessarily like, um you can heal them if you want, I guess, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'll give out some heals to these people. I think I do it by um painting their nails with highlighter. Cool. So
1: out. you guys take about forty minutes. to <laughs> <have> <laughs> These nails. Uh, yes, <laughs> this is good. Uh, they they all like have high like highlighter kind of like they they look really disgusting and dirty because of the goop that they were just in. But oh their nails God. look great. <laughs> good. Uh, Noah is like, what's This was what we were supposed to be doing, right?
3: How how is their skin <laughs> looking underneath the goop? Does it look like? Dewy um, and moisturized.
1: It looks really moisturized.
3: Astrid spreads goop on her face as a face mask. <laughs> Sleepover. Okay. Brenda Elizabeth does the same.
1: <laughs> Tradix is like, uh, hey guys, it seems like we have to hurry up slightly more than this.
0: <laughs> I'm with Tradix on this one. I know I maybe set this off by conducting surgery on myself.
1: So that's on me. I'm going to. I'm going to admit that one's on me, but... Um... <laughs> I'll say that this counted as a short rest, the amount of time that you guys mm-hmm. took here uh, oh, to great. do all these different, like, you know, between Galfast becoming Dazzle Raz and Trap becoming, or I mean, Turbine becoming Clockwork Soul Turbine. But Raider's going to pipe up again, and he's just going to... So, you know, my mom is in charge of, like, the the efforts to dig back into the mine, so she kind of taught me how to do a lot of this stuff, so... I feel like I know how to follow the tubes back to at least the bottom of the obelisk and we could probably get out. I, 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 I could be in charge of that part of it if you guys are, I don't know, going further.
4: That works for me. Can I clarify, Trenix, what needs our attention right now? So you guess we are the elite team here.
1: Oh, God. Well, to be honest, I don't know exactly what needs our attention. And uh, I think... From what I understand, uh, the Tid Barnabas is further into the mine, probably within that city. Mm. And he said that things were too far along, so we probably should get on it. Um,
4: so there's something the Tid tra- the Tid Barnabas is deep into the mine, and we're trying to find him and stop whatever
3: he's trying to make happen. I stamp on the floor more to see if I can create like an echo location. <laughs> For this mop tin. is like
1: holding his head a little bit, and he's like, Um, hey guys, uh, actually, um, so like you know, they, they stopped before they like reprogrammed me and stuff, I guess, but um, I still like kind of feel connected to them, and so like, um, I feel, I feel like a spiritual connection, not like I have to like follow in any religious zealot thing, uh, so like I can kind of feel him over here, and he points to the pneumatic tube that that guy escaped through. Uh, the Warforge guy. Um, so we could, uh, you know, maybe go this way. Okay. Traddix before he does this, uh, takes out a little uh, capsule and he and he throws it on the ground. He's like, I almost forgot about this. It unfolds like like folding sheets of metal into a more portable version of the nap pod. And he's like, so this so this is um kind of a worse version of what was in the lobby. Oh, has, cool. charge. So, <laughs> so if anybody wants to get the benefit, uh, get a little more juice going uh we can use that um whoever needs it i feel fully juiced
0: after my procedure i don't think i need more juice
3: i'm strong
4: and full health (laughs) i mean i currently have only three first level spells back but i can spam cantrips get
3: in the pod get in the (laughs) pod get in the pod Brendan elizabeth I I I wrestle. I wrestle Brand Elizabeth into the pod. I have eight grandparents,
4: so taking a nap while everyone watches me is no no new experience. <laughs> I fall asleep immediately, completely content with all eyes on me.
1: <laughs> so you guys spend another 20 or so minutes watching Brand
4: Elizabeth uh, <laughs> in the
3: pod. I use some of the highlighter to put um, highlights in my hair. <laughs> I have a really creepy wheezing <laughs> snore it sounds like an
4: old man snore
1: does she need like a CPAP
0: machine or
3: something
1: should we be concerned about this <laughs> probably should get some kind of I, I don't know yes uh, Turbine you should probably get on that at some point Giving her, I start building a CPAP machine <laughs> <laughs> so Brenda Elizabeth has, has the benefits of a long rest wow, uh, so you yes. have your spells back all that kind of stuff cool as you guys are kind of plotting to what to do, Mop is leaning over at that uh, pneumatic tube. He's like, "I'm pretty sure we could just like go right into this." Um, and he leans a little too far in, and he gets sucked into it. <laughs> oh. Um, oh shit! Mop,
4: we in All right, I All right. Uh, I mount I mount dazzle Raz and uh, try to jump in.
1: So it's kind of small, but Dazzleraz goes, I'm pretty confident I can get in there. And, uh, squeezes his horse
0: body. into It's like stuffing a sleeping bag in a stuff sack.
1: It's just like, it's a little bit too big, limbs coming out. It's like kicking out. Everyone's like, be careful, be careful. Like, uh, like all the doors are like, well, I don't know if you should go in there. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be riding him while he's in there.
0: Uh, <laughs> Turbine also just sort of floats over to I don't know if Turbine actually flo- I just imagine him hovering like a half an inch above the ground now and <laughs> doesn't do anything it's just very, very... Turbine's walking on his tiptoes <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm floating
1: <laughs> guys you see this I'm like an, a half an inch taller I'm floating grab uh, described wow. this to me on a text thread when we were trying to figure out what this new tur- this new Turbine was and yeah, I like to think of him as like now like a Dr. Manhattan type, but he's also like a little kid pretending to be Dr. Manhattan.
4: I just relieved he still wants to be friends with me. <laughs>
0: that is the way the world should be. We will be friends. It's not even my choice. Whoop, oh. into the tunnel.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Astrid, you go in?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna jump headfirst like I am jumping down a water slide. I don't know if I can grab some kind of, like, sheet or something to, to be, act as, like, a board. I don't know if anybody has, like, it's just, like... Yeah, you
1: find a piece of sheet metal on the ground great. that you jump on. Perfect. And you, like, you, you pick up speed. You're, like, hitting Traddix in the butt a little bit. <laughs> great.
3: <laughs> Go fast, <laughs> you, you tiny bastards. idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rotatos, It is time to thank our next sponsor, Hero Forge. Did you know that from the 2nd of May to the 9th of May, which is right now, there is 10% off all physical miniatures. That's colour printed plastic, premium plastic, regular plastic, bronze, and colour standees. You get 10% off... And plus, there is free shipping, including international shipping, which means I will be getting on that right now, because it always costs me a bomb to order stuff from overseas, and I love the fact that there is free shipping included. You can also add new merch items whenever you want to your order, which includes Hero Forge pins, shirts, dice, whatever you want. There is no code necessary. Just head to HeroForge.com and start building today. If you don't know what Hero Forge is because, I don't know, you've been living under one of the many rocks of Amalar, it is a fully customizable tabletop miniatures. They are absolutely amazing I've built so many of my characters in there to give me a nice little visual aid and I've ordered some of them and they just come out so, so well. So, if you want to get your custom mini in a variety of different materials or even a downloadable file if you're lucky enough to have a 3D printer at home, then you can do so at Hero Forge. So that's Heroforge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And don't forget to check back often as there is new content added every single week. Heroforge.com today. 10% off until the 9th of May, you know where to be. That's it for now, let's get back into this week's episode.
1: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this.
3: about aerodynamics <laughs>
1: you're flying around this tube it's like twisting and turning it's clear too so you can see out like it's really dark though because you're underground so you're it's just you're you're flying through darkness every now and then though you hit a spot that is lighting up it's like surprisingly bright and you're going past it pretty fast but you see that they're like opals and little other gems within the rock that are magically sort of glowing
4: as oh, you go by
1: them so it's sort of like you get so flashes of cool. light as you're going by it
4: since I'm on Razzledazz, I have a free hand to doodle away.
3: And this is prime. <laughs> material.
4: I'd love to get one of those crystals or gems into my quill.
3: Yeah, I'm really <laughs> thinking about putting one of these tube systems into the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably have it. It's called
4: like a garbage chute, right? Wow, I'd never thought of it like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what every garbage chute really looks like on the inside.
4: It's so clean, in here. Mine is completely
0: blown.
3: <laughs> There's also like dub waiters, too. Yeah. Wow, more like smart waiters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you keep flying through
4: these so dudes. Can I do a
0: check to see if I if I know anything about these gems? If they're if they're just yeah, you decorative. can all do that.
4: Yeah, that'd be great. Ashley, sure. you
1: can do it with advantage,
0: Tell
4: but I everyone am. can
1: do it. Uh, you can make a like investigation or history or.
4: While we do this, yeah. can I just get something off my chest that I just realized? Um, I don't have action surge. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that oh, until really? second level as a fighter. I was looking through to be like, oh, I wonder if Action Surge comes back from a short rest. And then I was like, hmm, where's Action Surge? I'm <laughs> my
1: <laughs> oh my God.
4: So
3: I'm really wow, sorry. Wow, you
4: cheater. <laughs> You're cheating cheater. in the game that we're playing. <laughs> in all fairness my action surge did jack shit last time so
3: yes yeah I
1: didn't you literally didn't do anything with it so it's
3: also a complicated character i rolled it i got a 19 for my history slash and investigation.
1: I, a 17 for my history
3: and i a
4: 15
1: so what you know from flying through these tubes you're, i mean it's kind of hard to grasp because it's like you're literally on a like a roller coaster ride, and and, do, and trying to think about history, brother. History is a roller coaster ride <laughs> through the mind, you know. The cool teacher is
3: here. Hey, uh, listen. <laughs> Terpine got cooler and so much more lame at the same time. Every time he speaks, I'm afraid he'll become too cool for
4: me. <laughs>
1: you would know that, like, before the mines were completely like lost to this obelisk, the Bonber Mountains were filled with these opals and things that were one of the main sources of the industry for the dwarves that lived in the Bombarmite mountains in, in Birmir. Not all of them glow, but like the mines themselves have a lot of things like there's a lot of precious metals, there's, you know, a lot of ore there, but then what makes this I think probably one of the most notable points of this mountain range is that these these opals do glow and that's where the underground city gets a lot of its light from. Um, so so yeah, that's what you would know from the history check. You're finally spit out to the edge of this large cavern. It's as big as that original cavern entrance you were in to the mines themselves, uh, and that's where you see it. You are at the edge of the lost city of Burmier. You can make some more perception checks if you'd like. Sure. Uh, but the yes. whole city looks. Do we see Mop? <laughs> Mop is just standing there right in front of you. Look at. I got a
3: twenty-one. 21
4: and I got perception. an eight
1: <laughs> on perception.
4: Uh, actually, I did pretty well. And you just go with Astrid's twenty one.
1: Cool. So like yeah, pretty pretty noticeable right away is that you're on the outer edges of the city. It's got like it's about the size of Aberdeen. It's not huge by any means. Uh, and you are in the area that would be more of like where the the trade and stuff would happen. It's a little outside of the keep's walls, which you see a little further in. Like uh the the rock here is all hewn into like very specific like grid like paths. There's like uh, very s- rectangular and square shaped uh, little um, homes and shops and stuff around you. you see these geometric looking rectangular stone lamps with some of the little opals in them uh, with those like higher perception checks you see that like all of them or a lot of them seem to be like kind of scratched and ripped uh, in very specific lines along along mm-hmm. them and it and it almost looks like something was ripped out of them. So, like, something more ornate about the, like, design of them was kind of ripped out of it. Considering how, like, geometric everything is, these lines now look really decayed and, like, fractured. And a few of them are are fully busted. A couple of them are, like, broken in half. Some are broken in half with more of a, like, I would say, like, a sharper-looking break. That's what you would notice, I think, on those. And also on that check, you see, like, a few warforged soldiers slowly walking in deeper towards the what you see as the center of the city, the keep. And Astrid,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you would know this just because of literally the painting in your family's uh, hotel. Cool. The keep is in the center of the city, and you can see the walls of it. You can't see over it yet, but you know that there is the opal of Burmure, In the center of it, the largest opal there is that has sort of a like moonlight glow in the painting in your family's hotel. It's very red right now. Oh, you can't really see into it, but you can see the red light from it.
3: Well, that's that's not normal, right? It's it's not like it's like a like a a mood ring situation or (laughs) is somebody doing weird (laughs) magic on that opal?
0: That no, is not good. No, I
3: think I know mood jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I point to like five different mood rings I'm wearing. Wow, there's a lot that's on your toes no as well. <laughs> it's really clacky.
4: You have ten toes and I'm telling you that's more than that's more that's room for more than ten toe rigs, you know?
1: Pop is like, can I get
4: one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I hold up my I hold out my foot like a dainty woman's hand. <laughs> Do I have
1: to like rip them off? Is that the price I have to pay? <laughs> Mob takes a toe ring off and puts it on his toe. Pretty cool. I feel like we
0: witnessed something really special here today.
4: I, I whisper to Astrid, I don't know much about this, but are we buried
3: now? <laughs> you just let an adult man take a ring off the foot. <laughs> Dazzle, Raz, are you okay with this? Are you okay? Does
0: this violate the thing you made Brenda Elizabeth, the, like, the chastity thing?
4: Oh, no.
1: I think it's okay, but...
4: Have I forsaken my vow? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this conversation made me inhale deeply, like, out of <laughs> surprise, and a hair went down my throat. Uh,
4: Brenda Elizabeth stills herself, <laughs> uh, replaces the... <laughs> replaces the stirrup <laughs> pant uh, from her legging back onto her foot <laughs> and retreats to the <laughs> fringes.
1: Dazzleraz says uh, to Brenda Elizabeth, they can't understand what I'm saying, but I just w- be- I can understand them. And and would you tell him that that is not what I said?
4: <laughs> Dazzleraz, I understand that you have something going on right now, but I think I just got married. <laughs> Look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. He gets he's like flustered and he just, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Dasher seems really upset. It was for the Astrid. You guys also hear like a Ahhh! and you and you see Traddix fly out of the tunnel behind you guys. He <laughs> <It's like>, ah. <laughs> it just it hits the ground pretty hard. Okay, I'm uh, I'm here too. Probably not going to be that much help in sort of the fighting situations, but uh, I'm here. Um. It, it is as it should be. Maybe you could put me in one of the bags on that horse.
3: <laughs> Are we going to yes, sneak with this very visible horse towards where the, the the giant opal is? Since you mentioned Dazzle Raz's saddlebags, she uh, does have
4: three <laughs> saddlebags, as many as I have wristwatches. But yes, let's sneak towards the opal. <laughs>
0: I also agree we should sneak towards the Opal. And I also think that Dazzle Raz's saddlebag sounds also like a like a twin tube
4: situation.
3: That's like has a pen of feral horses. (laughs) Are we eating the horses? Is that what's going on? It's very confusing branding.
0: No, it's like the stuff the food you would find in Dazzle Raz's saddlebag.
3: Just a bunch of oats. (laughs) <laughs> that's a
1: definite that's definitely a restaurant name I get wrong ninety percent of the time. Yes. Razzle Dazzle's battle Snacks? Razzle, yeah. Razzle Dazzle's
3: dazzle, dazzle, dazzle That to me sounds like
4: Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not Did gonna you ever it get the, the, apple dazzle, Razzle, dazzle. <laughs> the apple snack at Dazzle Razzle's Dazzle?
0: The apple snack at Dazzle Razz's saddlebags is
1: very good.
4: As a married woman, I have to say it's time that we get on track, folks.
1: Um, we're not married. Uh, I, I just gotta I gotta throw that out there. We're not married. Um,
3: okay, creepy robot
1: man. Now you're
3: an, an adult robot man, and that's a child bride. And that's How is on it, you. What
1: is the not creepy thing to say right
0: now? Tell me what that is.
1: <laughs> I, I think we've kind of too far gone, man.
0: You just shouldn't have married yeah. her. I think is like the situation. No, when
3: when you find yourself in a hole, you gotta keep. You gotta. Mob stop takes digging.
1: off the, the mood ring and throws it as far away as he can. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Okay, well, now I think we know what Moody's in. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa Mildred gave that to me.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get you a new one. Or No, I won't. Actually, I actually won't. I won't. I'm not going to do that.
4: Uh, Astrid, what does it mean if he's buying me rings? Yeah.
1: So how do you guys uh, continue to approach the city uh, or the keep's walls? It seems pretty deserted in the outer edges.
3: Okay. Um, All right.
1: What you can tell is that there's more going on in the keep.
3: All right, let's. Can we like Sink, slink through the
1: yeah slink wherever it's like shadowy? If we can try to
3: sort yeah, of would you tip
4: to our like if I passed if I passed cast without trace? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Did you someone get, pass cast? Yeah, pass cast. Jesus, Ooh, I can smell it. It yeah.
1: Smells like trace yeah.
0: in
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> a it reeks awesome. of dazzleras saddlebag. <laughs> what does Brenda Elizabeth's uh, <laughs> pass without trace look like?
4: Um I <laughs> I give us all super Brenda Elizabeth adjacent makeovers so everyone's got <laughs> glitter, sparkles, so many sparkles on them that it actually deflects light.
3: Wow, it's like camo but it's bright pink. Yeah. <laughs> like very 19 you- spice girls.
0: It's a look that's so humiliating, people can't help
1: but look away from
3: it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so humiliating, Jesus, no don't! to I make can't. eye <laughs> oh, God.
1: Everybody looks like they have Elmer's glue <laughs> with sparkles on it uh, all over.
4: <laughs> mm. It's uh,
1: really embarrassing. <laughs> no, none of you can even look at each other.
4: There, <laughs> now people will avoid eye contact, just like we want.
1: <laughs> so you guys continue to sneak forward closer to the keep itself. You get closer towards the main entrance of the keep, and you notice that there are like higher-up walls around it with one big sort of drawbridge entrance. And looking forward, uh, you see h- hundreds of Warforged bots gathered, and it looks just sort of like a crowd at first, but as you look closer, they're lined up really orderly, and they mm. all seem like they're plugged into wires. And the, the stragglers that you saw coming up are, are plugging themselves in and sitting down.
4: It feels military
1: or like an all-school assembly? It feels like uh, a cross between an old Yeah, like they're all like in an assembly for sure. Military in that they, yeah, are definitely war-forged fighting robots that you saw earlier. Like they all look like the ones that you saw before. Where's their attention? They're just, Are they just sort of like milling about? Or is it like all
0: eyes are on one specific spot or something?
1: So as you walk up, you see that they're looking at something in front of them. You kind of can't see... It's a little obscured because what they're looking at is raised up and you're looking through a straight entrance. There's like steps up to get on top of the like keep walls if you'd like, or you could go straight into there. But um, there's there's a way to get an advantage point if you're trying to see better.
3: Oh, we uh, said Mop in
4: there because he's a wolf Yeah, wh- or whoever has the best uh, stealth, baby.
0: Is there any place we can like climb up from where we are and get like mm-hmm. a bird's eye view?
1: Yeah, that's what oh, sorry if that was unclear. Like the keep wall within the like entrance there's some steps up to get on top of the wall and be over this crowd. Oh yeah, let's do that. I
4: think we could all do that, right? Because we're all pretty stealthy right now. Right. How good is that horse at climbing? (laughs) Dasil Rass could do anything.
0: <laughs> every time every time we stealth with this horse, I imagine like a cartoon horse like tiptoeing like, on hooves.
4: it's like such a quiet <laughs> lack of
1: horse. These are like the battlements. Like so it's like they're they're designed to have a lot of people on them. You're able to like go up these steps pretty much no problem. Everyone is scared they're going to get kicked in the face by Rise a little bit, but outside of that, you're (laughs) able to get up there. So you get up onto the battlements, and you are able to see what they are all looking at. They're all pointed facing the Great Hall of Burdom, which was sort of like, you know, has the throne room, etc. Like, that's where the place was ruled from. Mm -hmm. On top of it is the opal of Burmure, but there's a lot of scaffolding around it, and sitting basically just wrapped around the opal itself is a giant warforged body it's it looks like it's metal is it's like it's a metal body but it's seemingly like melted down it's got swirls of like gold and silver just sort of like they just recently forged this
4: and it's for, is it—is the opal as if it's the heart or the navel of the warforged or is the warforged just protecting the... Uh,
0: yeah, when you say wrapped around, is it like, is it built around or is it like wrapping
1: limbs around? Yeah. It's built around. Okay. So it's like, this is a part of its body now. Okay. Uh, and it is glow. it's starting to glow red. Uh, and uh. all of these... All of these smaller warforged are plugged into something, you see all these wires going up to it, and the wires end at, at a control panel on the top of the Great Hall that has uh, a familiar face, or a familiar figure, a familiar brain? Uh, <laughs> a,
3: Son of a gun, that tiny little robot.
1: <laughs> it's Bubbles. It's Bubbles. You see Bubbles like clicking and clacking and pressing a bunch of buttons up there, working on something. Okay. Never trust a brain.
3: Never How trust do- a servant to do a <laughs> business job.
4: <laughs> How do we want to approach this? I almost kind of wish that we could just uh, take a safe enough distance and secretly slice all of these wires, you know, like a point yeah. where the mm. wires are, where he can't see us, where the brain can't see us, but we, mm-hmm. they're still close enough together that we could just slice all the wires
0: yeah, does Bubbles have good, like, uh, cable organization? Is there a place where all the wires are bundled together that we can just slice
1: through?
4: <laughs> That's a really good question. Please, uh, please, Zach, detail Bubbles' corner. Uh, um,
1: so uh, Bubbles is uh, an expert of cable management. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe um, Turbine, make a Tinkerers or... Uh, tinkerer's check if you still have that if not i'll let you use like a charisma or persuasion just because that's how your your knowledge of this world is kind of manifesting now sure i don't
0: know if i do still have the tinker check because i think that was like tied to tied to maybe i i honestly i I, i've kind of lost track of things but uh i don't see it anywhere immediately evident on my I have a tinker's. Tools? You lost
1: track of things when I made you change class. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little, bit, a little bit. I lost. Wow. I okay. Can't things. All right. <laughs>
4: I have
0: tinker's tools. Know your uh,
1: character that you got two seconds ago. I know.
0: Um,
1: what uh, what check am I? What check should I? What am I doing? Here? I think it makes sense to uh, use charisma. Okay. For this, and I think if you wanted to use persuasion, I think that would be fine. And uh, Tradix can help you if you like. Sure.
0: I'll do a persuasion check with advantage. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Cool. That is
1: an 18 and a 16. So let's do that 18. It's kind of a trade-off. Mm-hmm. You're looking at all these cords. They're going to the front of the Great Hall and climbing up to the top of it. From where you guys are, you're on the, the keep wall. You can go around and get on top of the roof no problem. You could just like walk to the side and have e- immediate access to that. But if you go back down in there and try to cut the cords on these guys, if you're trying to cut the cord, you know... Um, <laughs> It feels like the only reason that these guys are dormant is because they're plugged in does anyone have any spells or like that they would like to try to like understand this or anything like that or is oh, there any let
4: me see if I have any that would help me understand I mean I could do it augury to be like is it good if we cut these cords <laughs>
1: <laughs> well for free I would give you that if you cut the cords they'll just wake up and you'll have to fight hundreds oh. of robots
4: <laughs> okay everybody. Let's not cut the cords.
1: What is our path to the control panel where Bubbles is right now? So the control panel and the bot itself are on top of the Great Hall. So the Great Hall has this like big flat roof as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of like spires in it in front of the like legs. He's basically just on a computer in the crotch of the giant uh, <laughs> robot. <laughs> since you're on the battlements of this place like the battlements like actually go to the side and around it but connect like there's like a little bit of a bridge to that area on top it's like basically the size it's basically the size of two soccer fields uh with that's like like in front of the robot the giant robot on the on the roof of the building is a huge area that's how large the giant robot is it's gargantuan in size could be as big as like Forty feet tall wow so yeah so there's this giant creature there but like uh there's probably about 100 feet in front of him on top of that building
3: and there's no dwarves anywhere it's just robots and it's just bubbles
1: if you look closer at some of the warforged robots you can see that since they the process to make them warforged sort of emulates the form that they had a a good
4: chunk of them
3: are Nice. Dwarf orchard. I mean, I'm mad about it, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: well, I, I think, we, we, should we just try to creep yeah. up on bubbles here?
4: I think let's do that. Uh, as we get close, I think I am going to activate my dragon mode, giving me con- <laughs> uh advantage on concentration checks. So I put on my little uh, dragon costume and I'm going to cast <laughs> Summon Beast, and I'm going to summon another horse.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on, Brenda Elizabeth.
4: Why? How, how
0: is that horse going to ride your other horse? If only there was some I product. Summoned
4: specifically a horse that knows how to ride side saddle.
0: <laughs> we need some kind of saddle, like a saddle for horses to yeah, ride other yeah. horses.
3: So you're gonna stack the horses across each other.
0: It's like a Jenga tower.
4: Yes. You wished to be reunited, right?
1: It looks exactly like, Raz is like, this is, looks just like my father, but I don't know that he's in there.
4: Uh, oh, but sometimes maybe it's just nice to see him.
1: It is, they like nuzzle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, I'm ready now.
1: He munches on his like back, and he like gets kind of mad. They, like, <laughs> they play like horses. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do before you get closer?
3: No, I just hit things.
1: I'm
0: looking at the corduroy of the universe, and I uh, it sure <laughs> sure seems like things are gonna go down pretty pretty hard, pretty fast here. So I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go all out here. Can I? twin spell haste on both Brenda
1: Elizabeth and Astrid
3: yes I love haste
1: whoa (laughs) yeah cool okay uh how does uh Turbine do this
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just like uh I, I, so I sort of like just build, this is a little bit of just sort of backstory but I imagine like turbine. the way Turbine's personality manifests in this new version is like if he was this like just hyper geek before this is like hitting the nth level of geek where it's not even like excited about learning stuff it's just like oh I know everything now and <laughs> I'm so excited to mansplain it to everyone uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. that's like, your <laughs>
4: subclass mansplainer Mansplaining.
0: It just like Turbine being like it's like you know, Astrid. I- uh, saw your form back there, and I think if you could, uh, if you just straightened up a little it was just like, so it's going like I all along. <laughs> <her by. laughs> I killed him. Ow. Okay, I do her deserve her her that, mind. but I think that <laughs> ow. concentration breaks on the spell, you both do not have case anymore, and in
1: fact are exhausted. Uh, you have a level of exhaustion.
0: But yeah, I think, I, uh, I think Turbine is just sort of like, like see, it's like he sees the way the universe should be, and so it's just like, it's like, oh wait, of course, if you, if, if this is like this, if this is like this, I am like, almost like a chiropractor too, just like cracking people's backs and you're like oh yeah if you do this there everything's adjusted everything's as it should be and just so you have that and so you know what's going on here that is uh, until the spell ends the your speed is doubled you get plus two bonus to ac you have advantage yes. on dexterity saving throws and you get an additional action on each of your turns that action can only be used to take the attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. When the spell ends, you can't move or take actions until after your next turn. You get you get a sugar crash.
4: Oh. <laughs> Pretty good. Wow. Turbine,
3: you really are still my friend.
0: <laughs> I'm just looking out for everyone. I just want things to be as yes, they should be.
3: Uh, would you consider being hired to cast this on me all the time?
1: <laughs> Astrid humming with energy. Uh,
3: so cokey right now. <laughs> just like I just have all of these ideas, and I just, I just, I, I, I really think we can get them through.
0: Astrid, you don't even have to hire me. I'll do it for free. I don't want, I don't want an employment relationship yes, to affect our yes, friend relationship. Yes,
3: I grabbed her by, <laughs> by the shoulder Yes,
0: eyes watering, just
3: <laughs> nostrils so flared.
4: While I have your enthusiasm, can I just repitch the <laughs> saddles for dolphins? <laughs> oh my I'll god! I'll talk to
3: my father about it. I'll talk to my father about it. I think that it has. Tradex and there. Mop
1: are both like. It sounds it still sounds pretty bad. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's because you're not hasted, You, goofs. I, I, need to, uh, I, Tradix across the room. I just fucking fully throw him.
1: <laughs> Traddicks pings in the sky like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys go around and approach the roof? Yeah. Okay.
3: I very, very quickly sneak. I just (laughs) (laughs) realized that if I summon
4: the beast that will dismiss Pass Without Trace, do you guys still want Pass Without Trace?
3: Yeah, I think Pass Without Trace is maybe more useful than a horse right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's up to you. (laughs) We'll hold off on the horse then.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you did not cast the
4: horse. I guess not.
1: I'm gonna say maybe we actually have okay.
0: a horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we did. All right, yeah. it already happened. Uh, we're yeah. passing with trays. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
3: everyone, we are passing with trays. You gotta got gotta get your priorities in order, and that <laughs> grandpa yeah. was as much more appearing. than us getting so, so um... sneaky in front of hundreds of robots. <laughs> well, they <laughs> are dormant. We,
0: torment, we like. went from went from being so sneaky to appearing suddenly with two horses stacked on
1: top of me, <laughs> like <"Whoa!" laughs> Dude,
4: no one. Look, look this way. Look, I just got married Ed hasted. My life is really confusing <laughs> right now.
1: Not married. Not married. <laughs>
4: um, wow, okay. So
1: you guys walk around the, the outer rim of the fortress walls, and uh, as you approach the Great Hall on the side where it's sort of connected, you get a little closer, and you hear a very creepy voice say, Coffee? Water? <laughs> uh, Water? Coffee? And Bubbles, aka the Tinned Barnabas, turns around from his control panel. He's—you guys are still like 200 feet away from you—and <laughs> he just knew you were there. He turns around; just his upper torso just turns. His legs are still facing the computer panel, uh, and he—and he just looks at you and waves, and he says, "The doors of this city clearly had much pride in their home." While extremely primitive to us, their constructions are well-built. But the most valuable asset here by a mile is this. And he points to the, the opal of Bermier. Jewels of this size and with these magical properties are exceptionally rare and work extremely well as a conduit. A spell focus of sorts. The Barnabas have always collected data and pursued higher knowledge from our world and then eventually others. Another world that we found showed us the true order of things. The multiverse is governed by a series of laws. These laws govern everything around us. There is no good or bad or morality. The illusion of choice is not optimized. And that is what the Gilded believe. The Warforged dormant below you still somehow echo this sentiment. They just say, The Gilded. The Gilded. The Gilded. Bubbles sort of, like, kind of nods at me. like that, no.
4: <laughs> I mean, if I were in your position, I would start a children's choir as well. Yeah. I'd- but
1: that is why, uh, since no one really listens to me, that's why we have to bring the Prime One here to lead and guide our new chapter of the Gilded.
4: Where is the Prime One coming from?
1: Well, there are certain rules that must be followed. Those that are small and insignificant enough like us can cross through different planes, A god cannot cross into the material plane with their body. That complete lack of respect for the multiverse's laws would rip a god to shreds. Their infinite magic would be lost, but... And he motions to the gargantuan warforged body behind him. The Godwalker technically abides by the rules. There's too much chaos in our world, and this must be countered the gilded will follow the greater laws the order of things must be
0: respected no this is wrong this isn't this isn't how this should be i if i know something it's the obelisk none of this should be right this is all fucked guys
3: yeah that jewel should be mine that's my legacy <laughs> i agree this is asteroids. <laughs> this,
0: this is, is a this is a perversion <laughs> perversion of everything that the, the obelisk should be i don't like this one bit
4: you're essentially trying to tear the corduroy of the universe to get your own god in here.
3: Yeah, why don't you consider what the fans want from the obelisk? Yeah. (laughs) The fans wanted a
4: museum. At least my grandparents did. Yeah.
1: Who cares about old people?
4: (gasps) (gasps) I do. Um, I wow. There's nothing more.
0: The old people are the glowing gems of our society.
4: <laughs> you you value this opal for its <laughs> age and yet my, not my grandparents? The hypocrisy.
3: The hypocrisy. My daddy's back, the Razz. oldest person I know and he's perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bubbles presses a button and you hear something stepping and stepping and stepping. And around from the side of the God Walker, a larger... It's almost like a mini version of the Godwalker. A demi-God uh, A little Walker. chunkier. Yeah, a demi-God Walker. Uh, <laughs> a demi is only it's, half. <laughs> it's a huge construct. It is has the same sort of swirling metal on it as uh, as the the Godwalker mm-hmm. itself. It walks around and, and sits right in front of Bubbles. He climbs up onto it and plugs himself into this machine, and its eyes go red. It holds up its arms, and one of them is an axe, One of them is a big cudgel, and it looks at you guys. What do you guys do? Thanks for listening. Don't forget to get all new episodes months early and hear the exclusive art barks over on our Patreon. Zach Oyama was your Dungeon Master for this episode, and
2: the characters were Emily Axford playing Brenda Elizabeth, Mike Trapp was Turbine Spizzles Inc., and Siobhan Thompson is Astrid Starborn. This episode was edited and produced by Zack Oyama
4: and Jasper William Cartwright. Bye! Bye!